Now we look back at last weekend's Liberty Insurance All Ireland Championships. We have All Ireland Senior Group One, Kilkenny four thirteen, Clare two points. Jer. Yeah, I suppose of all the results, this was the one that stood out the most, um, and not for positive reasons. I suppose Clare only scoring two points against Kilkenny is very disappointing for all Clare Camogie, for the management, for the players. But I suppose in, uh, for Camogie in general, nobody wants to see one-sided games like that. And look, there's always one-sided games, but to only score two points in 60 minutes of Camogie is uh, very unusual and very disappointing and kind of makes you wonder maybe what's gone wrong with Clare Camogie. This time last year, they had a great performance against Kilkenny and nearly bet them in Nolan Park uh, only for a late, late equaliser by Kilkenny and it was a fantastic result for Clare getting the draw. So from that to this, um, it's just very surprising. Um, if you look at it though, after 15 minutes, uh, with four points to one and then I suppose... Th- just before half time and just after half time is crucial in any game. Kilkenny got their goal just before half time to make a one six to a point at half time. Miriam Walsh got a goal. And then after the restart, Michelle Quilty got a goal to make a two six to one. And from there on I suppose Kilkenny just ran out, easy winners. Um but I'm sure Patricia O'Grady, she's a very passionate Claire Camogie woman. She's, you know, dedicated her life to Claire Camogie as the manager I'm sure she's very disappointed but as all the players as well of course and um, they're better than that uh, you know they had five players nominated for All-Stars last year players like the caliber Chloe Mori Neve Odi um, Carlo Leary you know they're better than that than that scoreline and but I suppose I think Anne Downey probably had Kilkenny prepped you know the last year maybe they took Clare for granted and were lucky to escape with a draw and I'm sure that was in the back of their mind and they were probably saying that's not going to happen this year and you know it's getting to the kind of business end of the group stages and Kilkenny have a massive game against Galway this weekend so I'm sure Kilkenny maybe were better prepared this year and plan was to go out and and blow them out of the water and not give Clare a sniff of it you know. As a player, how do you think they felt this week after just only scoring two points? I suppose, have you ever been involved in something so low like that, Ger? Yeah, but I suppose the strange thing about it, even though it was, it, you know, we can't write after a victory yet because a win this weekend will see them qualify out of the group, you know. Um, you'd imagine a defeat like that, they wouldn't, get, they wouldn't be in a position to qualify a week later, but they are, so they have to quickly get over it, you know. Probably, you know, it was never one. They were always going to be underdogs against Kilkenny. Obviously, they would have liked a better performance and a better scoreline than that. But they're playing Waterford now this weekend, um, and you know, Clare and Waterford would always have been a fifty-fifty game. So Clare at home, if they could beat Waterford, get the three points, they will finish then on four points ahead of Waterford and take third spot behind Kilkenny or Galway. Um, I suppose the only thing is Waterford are coming into this game on the back of a good a good win. So. You know, I suppose it's the mindset of both teams now. You know, Claire have a lot of work to do this week to get over that defeat and focus on the next game. I suppose there's two ways you could look at it. They could go with their head down and not play their best, or they could go for gunning for blood. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the best way to get over that performance is to put is to put in a better performance and get a result now against Waterford. And you know, that Claire team and those Claire players are definitely capable of doing that. You mentioned Waterford getting their win, 2-11 to Limerick's 15. And I suppose Waterford have a huge chance now of reaching knockout stage of the Camogie for their first time in history. It's great to see. Yeah, it is great. And I suppose after the first two um, results for Waterford, um, they had a heavy enough defeat against uh, Galway in their first game, 4-12 to 8 points. And then Kilkenny bet them 
won 13 to 10 I suppose in a closer game but still it was two defeats and kind of slipped in under the radar a bit you know they had a buy in the first round suffered two heavy you know two defeats then and I kind of didn't see them as potential um, you know third place finishers in that group Uh, I suppose Clare and Limerick was a massive game and when they drew that you know I thought that was the game that was going to decide who was going to finish third so Waterford just slipped in under the radar there a small bit in my eyes and after putting in a a great performance uh, to beat to beat um, Limerick uh, Beck Harton got a goal in the first half she finished with 110 Keisha Tobin also scored a goal in the first half and they they led a half time then two five to eight points. Um the same story with Limerick, I suppose, is always Neve Mulcahy depended so much on her. She finished with ten points out of Limerick's fifteen and um you know Waterford looked like to have the better spread of players like Sineve Rocket, um Fiona Morrissey, all contributing and playing well. Um surprising statistic it was the Warford's third game in the row where they had a, had a player sent off and they reduced to 14 players <laughs> um, so maybe that's something they need to look at the discipline, discipline side going into the Clare game you know because their goalie is suspended now so they've uh, their, their, their goalie was sent off in the last game so um, their, their substitute goalie and goals um, I believe she's very good as well you know but you know they can't really afford to be losing players like that uh, or going down to 14 players um, so that's something they need to look at but Donal O'Rourke you know from all the sound Sounds coming out of Warford. Uh, he's a very popular manager down there and he's brought real professionalism to him. And, you know, Warford made a step up from intermediates and um, I suppose it's taken them this long to sort of get up to the pace of senior championship to have their first win now over Limerick. And they're in a great position going into their final game against Clare and a win would see them qualifying for an All-Iron quarter-final, which would be brilliant. Which is huge for them, as we mentioned. It would be the first time in history, of course. Liberty Insurance All-Ireland Senior Championship Group 2 the weekend. Mead, six points. Cork, 3-21. That's four wins from four for Cork. Yeah, I suppose this result was never going to be in doubt, really. Um, you know, Mead failed to to uh, get a win yet so far in the championship. And um, Cork, I suppose, are on the opposite end of the spectrum. They're playing unbelievable. They're breezing through the group. Um, it was competitive in the opening stages. Um, and, you know, I suppose Mead, again, relying on the likes of uh, Jane Dolan for scores. Um, but, you know, Cork totally upped the tempo then. And the result was never in doubt. At halftime, Cork led 10 points to two. And then, you know, imagine having the likes of Amy O'Connor and Orna Cronin to come off the bench. You know, the Paul Murray looks to have rested a few of the players. And, you know, Amy O'Connor wanted to make an impression straight away. She had one three scored. Um, Julia White scored five points. So she's playing well this year. Likes Katrina Mackey, Ashley Thompson, you know, all the big names getting on the scoreboard. And they ran out, uh, come to the winners, 321 to, no, or to six points. Yeah, and of course, we'll move on to the other game that was on that day in Group 2. Tipperary 1-14, Offaly 2-10, a goal in extra time. Now they're in prime position for a quarterfinal. Yeah, well, if Tip ever needed a bit of luck, they got it in the sixth, in the fourth minute of injury time. Um, you know, Offaly dominated this game and, um, you know, Mike Wall would be, as a manager, would be fierce disappointed and Offaly girls would be, you know, feel very hard done by, I suppose, just because they look to be in control of the game. And uh, like Sarah Harden, Debbie Flynn, Michaela Markin, all going well, all scoring, player of the match. Um, Roshi Negan had a fantastic game in the half back line, and uh, they looked in pole position to win this game. Um, they led a half time two, three to eight points. Um, but tip, in fairness to him, never gave up, fought hard. Um, and just you know got a bit of momentum going in. 
suppose, to the last few minutes. Um, and it all turned on his head there with two late caught to Van Freeze. One was deflected over the crossbar. And then the second one was blocked. And Grace O'Brien pounced. And it was a, a fantastic goal to win the game. Uh, first time strike and buried it into the back of the net. And that sealed an amazing victory for Tipperary. 114 to 2-10. The narrowest of margins and it puts them in a great position now they're facing Dublin in, the f in their last game and a win would see them finish second in the group which would be a great result for Tipperary and the other game that was on in group 2 that weekend uh, Wexford 13, Dublin won 14 I think Dublin went on the second half for rally to win Yes, yeah, half time they trailed by 3 points, 7 points to 4 uh, Wexford got off to a good start, good opening half they had the likes of Joanne Dillon on the scoreboard and Linda Bulger. Um, eight, after 18 minutes, it was three points each, but Wexford finished the first half very strongly and led by three points. But Dublin regrouped at half-time and, and really upped the tempo in the second half, came out much stronger, got four points on the trot. Um, maybe the heads dropped a bit for Wexford as Dublin um, drove it on then. And, you know, they'd score some Orla Began and Faye McCarthy, who... We remember last year scored some monster freeze. Um, she's the keeper, and she got two freeze, two points from freeze uh, in the second half for Dublin to seal the victory. So this was a massive uh, win for Dublin, one fourteen to thirteen points. Unfortunately for Wexford, it means they still haven't recorded a victory in the championship so far. And uh, while Dublin are in a brilliant position next weekend, you know this is great. Like going into the final uh, group games I think we have five group games and all but one are real you know really do count and they're massive games and we'll be watching closely for results and you know it's going to have a big bearing on um on who's going to finish first second and third in the group of course there also was Liberty Insurance All-Ireland Intermediate Championship there was group one and um four games on uh, there was down six points Cork 18 Leech. yeah oh yeah Sorry, yeah, Cork had a big win over down, as you mentioned there, 18 points to to six. So that's Cork's third win in that group, and, and they've drew, drew one game. So they're looking very strong now. They, they have qualified, actually, sorry. That's their last game, so they'll go through to an All-Iron semi-final now in the intermediates. And Leash 2-8, Derry 14 points. Yeah, I suppose the amazing result here is that it's another draw for Derry. Mm. This is their third game and their third draw. I don't think I've ever seen or heard that before um, so that means they've only got that despite not losing a game so far they've only got three points on the board um, you know so which means their game next weekend against Carlo is uh, or sorry in two weeks time is a big game for them yeah there was, sorry there was only two games in the intermediate and then there was uh, three in the junior championship Kerry 2-11 clear six points yeah, so the Premier Junior Championship kicked off this weekend and Kerry recorded a good victory over Clare and uh, they'll be favourites to progress out of that group. They're in a group there with Limerick, Offaly and Clare. And Limerick, um, of course, 11 points, Offaly 1-7. So a one-point slender victory for Limerick in that group. And then in the other groups, only three teams in the other group, Dublin, Roscommon and Armagh. So Dublin recorded a big victory over Armagh, 22 points to 1-8. So that's an 11-point victory for Dublin. Um, they'll be definitely favourites to come out of that group and probably favourites to win the Junior Championship this year after losing to Westmead in the final last year. That was great. Thanks, sir. That was a look back at last weekend's Liberty Insurance All-Ireland Senior, Intermediate and Junior Championship.